TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Welcome back to ChairShot Radio. We're looking at another wonderful Saturday edition of this weekly episodic podcast, radio show, whatever you want to call it. So this would be the 16th installment of ChairShot Radio. And this, we're coming to you Saturday morning. And we're going to be talking still about a little bit of that playoff football because I know I'm on a high because my Buccaneers won a game. And... I'm pretty sure that, you know, the man that joins me with these and that the wonderful co-host or the, the MVP, the Velvet Pipes himself, he's uh, surprisingly happy from how negative he was yesterday. Or not yesterday, I should say last week. It feels like yesterday sometimes. But so, um, Mr. 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 Chris Platt, how are the Browns being the Browns this time around? Greetings and salutations, Chairshot family. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. I have been waiting for this moment since 1994. Because that was the last time that the Cleveland Browns won a playoff game. Now, if you want to go all the way back, the last time the Cleveland Browns won a road playoff game was 1969 so if you really want to do all of that but we're just going to fixate on 94 right now just to put this in perspective my sister-in-law was not born until 1995 so she has never lived in a world in which the Cleveland Browns have won a playoff game just to put all of that in perspective Andrew I'm, I'm over the moon man and I don't think anybody and I mean anybody expected it to go down the way it went down I mean you would have thought that the Steelers, quite frankly, were the team that didn't get to practice all week the way they came out. It was a comedy of errors. Like it's almost like a like Freaky Friday or any of those <laughs> movies that where they switch where the guys or the gals switch bodies. It, it it felt like one of those. Oh no, I agree with you completely. In fact, it was twenty eight nothing, and Roethlisberger ends up throwing like four interceptions by the end of the game. Like what the what the fuck happened? Like I thought these were the Browns. I think the, I thought these were the lowly Browns. They were just supposed to roll over. That the last time they were in the playoffs was 2002 with Kelly fucking Holcomb, and you know Tommy Maddox ends up beating them. So that that's one hell of a thing right there. But now they could put 28 in the first quarter, and then they you know let's be honest, you guys probably took the foot off the gas a little bit just for that to even get close because 48 37 looks close on paper, but it was never a close game. Well, that's been the formula for this entire season. They jump out to a big early lead and then hold on. It happened against <laughs> the Cowboys. It happened versus Tennessee. It happened. Uh, I feel like it happened one more one more time. I just can't remember who. But and then it happened again this Sunday. And I, I'm gonna tell you something, Andrew. As a balls as a Browns fan, rather, I'm a I'm a fan of my balls too. But as a Browns fan, and I'm not the only one. I thought you Our, were just a fan of me. I thought you were about to put me over because you were a balls fan. You know, <laughs> I butt chug <laughs> salt water all the time. <laughs> You know, this is a whole different show. I thought we could get away from that soundbite. God damn it. Anyway, 
<laughs> Get but to your point. <laughs> even when it was 28 to nothing, as Browns fans, our sphincters were still so tight you could open a pop bottle with them. Because, number one, it's the Browns. Number two, there were a lot of parallels going into this weekend with the last time the Browns made the playoffs back in 02. Uh, number one, they were playing the Steelers, and they blew a, tw- I, th- I believe it was a 28 to 3 lead with Ke- Kelly Holcomb in that mm-hmm. game. And it was also the weekend that the Ohio State Buckeyes played for the national championship. So there were a lot of eerie parallels. Obviously, uh, this time around didn't go as well as it did in 02 for the Bucks, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. So, yeah, we were always a little, is this really happening? Like, the, the whole time, is this really happening? Because, I, again, I don't think anybody saw that. Shout out to Shout out to the Browns, man. I don't know what else to say. And, wow, I just don't believe this. I still can't believe this. You know, I do appreciate the fact that you were talking about O2 and the Bucks, even though I know you meant the Buckeyes, because it works for my fandom and my team too. Because the last time they won the damn Super Bowl was O2, and it was also the last time they won a fucking playoff game before Tom Brady brings his 43 year old, never aging goat ass down to Florida, like all old people from the Northeast, brings his, you know, his Gronk machine down with him. We give him a few weapons, and then he does something that, you know, he's never done with the whole road game in the wild card and actually winning it pretty, pretty convincingly too. So I'm happy there. The first win in a while, not as long as you, but the fact that our last playoff win was our Super Bowl win, that, that that's a little sad. Like, yes, you're going to say at least we still have a Super Bowl. I get what you're getting at. I understand the scorn Brown fans kind of perspective, but it's also a little sad to be like, we got a Super Bowl, but our last win was that Super Bowl and that's almost 20 years ago now so like that's a little rough but Jesus, I'm glad has, we're moving on. Has it been that long? Seriously? Man it's 2021 and that was 2002 Sheesh I'm <laughs> trying to think I'm trying to rack my brain because I know that you all have made the playoffs since then right? You know, Last time we made the playoffs was 2007 and that is when Gruden's genius theory decided because the Bucks had the, the division sewed up like by week 14 he put Garcia and all them on the bench for the last three weeks of the regular season trying to make sure they were fresh and healthy going into the playoffs and instead of fresh and healthy they came out cold and rusty and the Giants walked all over us and that was when they went on to win the Super Bowl Mm. I'm pretty sure that was against the undefeated Patriots season too so like that was just the Giants magic year of destiny right there but yeah, so that was because we were a bunch of fucking morons who decided to take the last three weeks of the year off and it bit us in the ass. It's weird because coaches do that a lot and I can't remember a time where it actually worked out. Uh, just, uh, you know, not just kind of going back a little bit, you know, the the Steelers, they rested Big Ben the last week of the season. They rested um, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick and a lot of their other guys and mm-hmm. they did come out rusty. I mean, I get it. Plus, the I mean, the Steelers were in a weird spot, though, because their bye week was gone because of the whole COVID thing, so they really didn't have much of a bye week. So I understand why they did it. And I also understand why other coaches do it, too, man. I mean, it's football. A nice little rest would probably behoove a lot of these guys. I just – I've never seen it work out. I mean, you're not wrong. All, all the years the Patriots went to the Super Bowl or won the Super Bowl, did you really ever see Tom Brady take a game off? Sure, he might have packed it in by, like, halftime or whatever, but it's not like he ever showed up in street clothes and was just watching the game and clapping along holding the holding the clipboard. So there, there's got to be something said about that grinding constantly and staying kind of sharp, or at least in the game, 
every week, even if you've got the bye week coming or even if you've had things locked up for the last three weeks. So the Bucks and the Browns both move on to round two, which is nice. And it's a little surprising, you know, not I can't lie. You can't lie. Like, no. it, it, it was rough. Dude, like, dude. nobody really 100% expected it, but it's nice the Bucks made it. The Browns had probably the, the fucking headline of the weekend. But... I suppose that was last weekend, so we should uh, we should probably get to this weekend's games, right? All right, let's do it. Before we do, though, man, just shout out to Heineken. I know that's not his name, but the quarterback for the Washington <laughs> football team, he put on Heineke. a hell of a performance. Well, whatever. You're close with Heineken. Oh, who gives a shit? Shout you out to Heineken. That name, like he's he probably earned himself a starting job somewhere. Like that was for a sure. good fucking game. Like. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah, he's going to make a lot of money at the offseason or whenever he's a free agent. So shout out to him. It was a gutsy performance, especially considering that was his first game ever. Uh, well, I think, no, he he relieved, uh, he relieved uh, Dwayne Haskins a little bit. and well, Starting, first game starting. Yes, first starting game. I'll give you that yeah. one. But, yeah. you know, at least at least he did get a couple of, what, what did Doug Peterson say before he got fired? Quality snaps before that game. So, hey, maybe that helped. Maybe those quality snaps, they're not just like this magical illusion. Don't get us started on that, man. Let's just deal with <laughs> winners this week, if you, if you, if we will. Please and thank you. All righty. So let, let's hit a commercial so there's a nice break, and then we'll go into uh, Saturday's football games. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. So much like one of the wonderful lead-ins to the topics that we have on Pod is War, the thing leading off our Saturday games is a PC Tony special because it's the Packers and the Packers have their game against the the Rams who, you know, Chris, I ain't going to say I called it, but I did call it a little bit that I thought the Rams had that game on lock right there. Like, I've usually got one, like, silly upset. Like, last year, I, I had the feeling the Titans were going to pull it off. And the Rams, uh, that was that was a fun game. But that was last week. This is this week. Packers-Rams. Do the Rams stand a chance in hell? Hell no. And shout out to them for beating Seattle. I don't know what happened to Seattle's offense. That shit looks uh, more anemic than a... Uh, 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 Indonesian sickly kid with dysentery. I, I don't know what happened whatsoever. <laughs> we went from Russell Wilson is the MVP to what the hell is that? So they have a puncher's chance in this regard. Jalen Ramsey is going to lock down the Packers' best receiver. Like, that's a that's a great luxury to have. I don't think we've seen that since, what, Darrell Revis when he's with the Jets? Total lockdown quarter. If he can lock up Metcalf, he can lock up, what's my man's name for? Devontae uh, Adams? Yeah, Devontae Adams, yeah. So that likes to go of... across the middle a lot though. He's not he's not a, just a go route guy. He's a route guy. So you really think Ramsey's gonna be able to stick with him when they kinda 
Rams like to play that zone. So if if they move Adams, Jalen's always not going to be on Adams. So you think it's going to be when Jalen has Adams, he's going to be locked down, and Rodgers is going to be doing a lot of manipulating, trying to get him in a good matchup? Or do you really think Jalen's taking him out? Well, I, I didn't see uh, – now, to be fair, I was barbecuing while the Rams-Seahawks game was going on. So I, I, I didn't see – a... <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but I, I didn't see a whole lot of the game. But the way that I understood it, I didn't think they were playing zone when it came to Metcalf. I, I think they just said, Ramsey or uh, – yeah, Ramsey, that's you, bro. Lock him down, make sure he's not a factor. So I could see them doing something uh, similar to try to take Devontae away. Plus, they also have Aaron Donald on the line, which mm-hmm. quiet is kept on the lowest of lowest of keys, may be the best player in all the NFL. There, there's an argument to be made. I'll put it to you like this. He's top five, and he ain't five. I'll put it to you like that. So they have a fighting chance because of their defense. I just don't know if they're going to be able to score enough. I mean, they've got one quarterback that's got a bum finger, and then the other guy, didn't he die or something? Oh, like, he Shit rocked. He was stretching yeah. out. So like, yeah. You know, we're wrestling fans, so when we see a stretcher job, we're not seeing him for a couple weeks or at least till the next pay-per-view. So, like, I don't think Wolford's coming back this week, and I don't know who their third string or their emergency guy is in case Goff breaks a different thumb or, like, is, you know, Jared Goff and throws six interceptions or something like that. So, uh, I know. I I agree with you, though. I agree. They got a bunch of chance, but, like, the Packers are too much of a powerhouse, and Rodgers has been off fire this year. Adams Adams is going to get some catches. Adams might not get, like, huge numbers, but I think he's going to make some pivotal catches when it matters because he's, he's, not, he's not one of the finesse kind of receivers. Like, he'll go across the middle, and he'll fight you for that ball if he has to. Like, Adams has played hurt. Adams has played when he's the only person that Rodgers has to throw to. Like, Adams, Adams is special. Like, he's that Donald Driver level of tough just for other Packers that I can think of off the top of my head. Like, he's a better route runner, and he's faster, but tough-wise, like, I think of him like driver, where he's just that that fucking every-down receiver, that reliable, if you need eight yards to get a first down, he's going to get you those eight fucking yards. It might not be pretty, and it might not be the fastest route, but he'll get you them, so just give him the fucking ball. So, I think the Packers have this one pretty easily locked down, especially since you bring up a good point with Donald, but... Donald's got that rib injury, and you know, let, let's just pray and hope that they keep this uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, you know, what doctor or whatever away from him, because in case he needs some kind of like numbing to the ribs, we don't need him to puncture a lung and almost die, and then he, you know, he loses his career, like Tyrod Taylor, rest in peace, thoughts and prayers, whatever you want to say. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they had a uh, poor Chargers. They had uh, James Woods from any given Sunday as their team doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, Donald at 90% is still better than probably 90% of the defensive linemen in the NFL right now, but it's hard. It's hard to make an argument against the Packers. The Packers look real good. Unless they come out flat, which I don't expect, like, I think this is going to be a, a little bit of a runaway for the first first game of Saturday, so... I think that's why they got it out the way because they don't expect much from this game. I, I could see this going similarly to uh, how the Bear, Bears and Saints went last Sunday, where it's close for a little bit. You you never necessarily think that the game is in doubt and there's a couple of missed opportunities by the underdog team, and then you'll look up in the late third, early fourth, and it'll be twenty-eight to three or some shit like that, and it'll be you know, and you'll say, well, how did that happen? But, no, yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah. No. Go ahead. 
but so with that said, we've got the uh, the eight o'clock game. I guess really kicks off Saturday because the Packers should get a bye week again, basically. And th- this is going to be a legitimate game, like the Ravens versus the Bills. That I don't even know. Like to kind of just continue the the narrative that I was spinning last week. It's you know Jared Allen and Lamar Jackson, which they're very they're very similar in the fact that they're both athletic, both dynamic, and they haven't proven a lot in the playoffs. Lamar finally got the monkey off his back by finally winning a fucking playoff game. And Allen's got, you know, Bill's Mafia, and he's got a lot of hype this year because he's been one of the top three quarterbacks all year, and it's just the best career, best year of his career so far. I'd like to think that Bill's can kind of continue the good favor, good momentum they have because they, they do score a decent amount of points, and they were held back a little bit last last week. So if they can play more of the K-Gun, more of the, the Bills kind of offense that they played all year, it might be hard for the Ravens to catch up because the Ravens don't usually play catch-up. Like, I think the fucking, uh, what, 10-point win or 10-point comeback they had last, last week was the first time they've come back all season by 10 or more points. So if you can put them behind the eight ball a little bit, it might be harder against the Bills because that defense is also really, really, I'm going to say opportunistic because they get they get tips, they get passes deflected, they, they can go all over the place. So it's going to be fun. So first and foremost, shout out to Josh Allen. And I know a lot of people associate <laughs> with the chair shot. There's a little bit of controversy when it comes to me and Josh Allen. They, they mistake what I say about him. I never said the man couldn't play. I never said he wasn't having a fantastic season. Is he elite? Stay tuned. But he, he played a hell of a game last week because, quite frankly, the Colts, they should have won that game. I think the game was lost at the end of the first half where they, they went for it on fourth and goal, which I, I totally agree with that because of the way that the Bills can put points on the board. Maybe a little better play call, but I, I, I like the, the gumption from it. And then the problem was now Josh and him drive 96 yards down the other way and score a touchdown. And the game was pretty much Rap City after that. That was a 14-point swing. And I don't know if they ever recovered. Now, the thing with the Bills is, you know, their defense was very is very vaulted coming into the postseason, but they didn't show up last week. They, You know, they let old man Rivers hang in there, and they had a shot to win it at the end. So that, that gives me a little bit of pause for calls. Now, the Ravens' defense, the, 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 these aren't the Ravens of old. This isn't the Ray Lewis, Terrell Suggs, mm. Ravens. They, yeah, they're pretty susceptible as well. And, I mean, technically they played all right last week, but it was Ryan Tannehill. So what, what have you really done? <laughs> this one is tough. It really is. Uh, and especially considering home field's not really going to be much of an advantage. Uh, gun to my head, I would probably go Buffalo. But I, 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 I'm not comfortable with that pick. You know what? No, no, no. You know what? I take that back because it's always some screwy shit that happens in the second round of the playoffs in that Saturday night game. I'm going Baltimore. Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't hate it because, like I said at the beginning, like it's close. It's, I don't know what the spread is because, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, Steve Cook or Greg DeMarco or PC Tani where I actually play with the spread usually. So I don't know what it is, but it can't be more than minus three. So at least at the moment. So we'll we'll find out because it's got to be a close game. You can't really be expecting too, too many crazy things. And it's a toss-up. Like, 
I, I just I kind of want to believe in the Bills because I, I want to give the Bills that one more shot because you know the Bills making it to the conference championship that's that's big news because it's that's true. you know you you being the Browns fan me being the Bucks fan if either <laughs> one of us can leak through it's yes. a big thing it's the big underdog franchise not just the underdog underestimated team for the last four weeks it's the fucking failure franchise makes it almost to the Super Bowl or makes it the Super Bowl that's important and uh, after after sources check the uh, internet apparently it's two and a half for Bills and Ravens so I wasn't too far off thinking it was minus three so, so basically that means the same thing that it's a toss-up and yeah. Vegas thinks it's a toss-up so for those that don't understand the spread and gambling and stuff like that typically in an NFL game the home team always gets three points just based on the fact that they're at home. So the fact that the Bills are only getting two and a half, nobody knows what's going to happen. And we're recording this, we're roughly about 12 hours out from this game actually taking place, a little more, a little less, whatever. And I'll probably change my mind and flip-flop 24 times within those 12-some-odd hours <laughs> about who I think is going to win this game. No, you, you I, like I said, he just can't... It's hard, like... Vegas thinks this is a coin flip. We're not even 100% sure because you changed yours. I'm balking a little at picking the Bills because it is still the Bills, and you still never really want to put 100% of faith into them, but they look good. And, like, that team has pulled off some decent wins, and the Ravens have come on in the last few weeks, but that team is, like, susceptible to God knows what, like, everything. So, And see, I'm waffling in the other direction because I'm thinking, well, the Bills did put 20, 28 points up last week. Can Baltimore get to 28? Their mm-hmm. defense isn't what it used to be. I, I have no idea who the hell Deshaun Jackson – Jesus. Deshaun <laughs> Jackson! <laughs> I have no idea who Lamar Jackson is throwing the ball to at this point. Hollywood is looking more like Compton or Bollywood <laughs> right about now. So, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I'll stick with the Ravens tentatively just because they have been there more recently than Buffalo, and I think experience may play a factor into this. But I wouldn't be surprised either way. You know who Lamar's throwing to? Mark Andrews, that beast of a tight end he has. And that's, that's about it, because Des Bryant yeah. didn't really play into things too much last last week, and Hollywood, like you said, looked more like Bollywood. So we'll, we'll find out. Maybe they'll turn it up. And let, let's also not understate the fact that the Bills should have had a turnover at the end of that game. That was a fumble. That there would, that was a fumble. No ifs, ands, buts, or maybes. And it's oh, just you don't. No, the no, referees no. were scared no. to overturn their thing because it was kind of close. But you could tell he didn't put his hand on the guy's back when he got back up before they ripped the ball out. That was a damn fumble. That game should have been over 30 seconds before it was over. That was a makeup call from the interception that they called incomplete in the first at the end of the first half when the Bills went down and in essence won the game. After that that is a good that answer. A that is a good answer, but that that's still doesn't stop it. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not def- <laughs> saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that's a good way to defend it. But there is no way that wasn't a fucking fumble. Just like there was no way that wasn't a fucking interception. We're both there right. We go. Basically, there We're we both go. Right. Yeah. Uh, did you see me arguing the interception? So Shout like, out to old man Rivers, man, couldn't get the ball into the end zone. What were they, 40, 50 yards out, and he couldn't even get it? I don't know why they didn't bring Jacoby in there for that play. I, it probably wouldn't have mattered, but at least he could have got the ball to the end zone, unlike old man Rivers. I mean, that that's a good question. You know, maybe if you underthrow it, then he can catch it and dive. 
maybe that's what he was expecting is the defense was going to be behind him and it was just going to act as like one of those like trust falls. So uh, that that's where we're going with it. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton and his trust fall into the Titans. It was going to be fantastic. Or into, into the Bills, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. But hey, at least this game will be or should be entertaining, should be fun, should be close. So at least we'll get one on Saturday. Um, do you we'll want be... to take a pause for the cows? The sure before we move on to the game of the week, yes, sir. Uh, the games, the game. Hey, no, no. Both our both our teams are on Sunday, so we'll just say the day of the week. How about that? Fair. That's fair. That's fair enough. And speaking of days of the week, no matter what day of the week it is, make sure you all go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt. We have something for everybody. We've got Safe Tag Team Wrestling, Hashtag Journalism, Jesus Did the Job, and many, 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 many others. Hell, we still have got some Plat Blast 2020 shirts lying around that hadn't been shipped off to Cambodia yet or Africa yet. <laughs> so if you want to get in on that before we ship about... Getting in on one of those as well. The fact of the matter is, if you do appreciate the content we provide here at the Chair Shot day in and day out, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content is on the PBS side of the game because we depend on listeners like you. And go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chair Shot. Please and thank you. Thank you and please remember the ChairShot.com. We're not just a website, we're a movement. And after these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. There we go. So there, there, there's the pause for the cause. I liked how you, you, uh, you dovetailed nicely from the day of the week and all that. I like that. That was, that was very masterful work, Mister Platt. I have my moments, sir. What can you say? It's amazing what happens when you catch me sober on a Saturday morning. <laughs> there we go. Maybe that's something we should start doing on uh, on Wednesdays for the other show. But until then, let's uh, let's talk about more <laughs> masterful work, and let's find out to see if your Browns can pull off a masterwork of an upset against Andy Reid off of a bye week and Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't have to look where he's throwing to fucking throw a touchdown. Like... Is the Browns magic still around? Is that is it still going to happen? Is you spelling dog with a W actually going to matter? I hope so, and hope is for suckers. But, <laughs> th- I mean, this is a daunting ch- task, man. You have the reigning, defending, conquering Super Bowl champions coming off of a bye week, going into Arrowhead, and you haven't previously won a playoff, uh, road playoff game since 1969. So, two in a row... The only thing I hang my hat on is that nobody thought that the Browns were going to win last week as well. And, I mean, maybe they catch the Chiefs slipping coming out the gate. Maybe they're a little rusty coming off the bye. This year, Kansas City hasn't notoriously been fast starters anyway. Maybe they can jump out to one of those leads. Maybe the running game plays a factor, and they're able to kind of keep the Chiefs out of a rhythm because they're controlling the the time of possession. I, this, this one's tough, man, but... I, I'm, I'm trying to grasp for straws here, if you can't tell. Now, I will say this, though. One reason that I thought the Browns might be dangerous once they got into the playoffs is because they have a lot of guys on both sides of the ball that are playmakers, that can make plays. Sure. You know, between uh, Miles Garrett, 
uh, my man uh, Jarvis Landry and that two tandem running back. I mean, both of those guys are fantastic. Nick mm-hmm. Chubb and Kareem Hunt, who frankly is my favorite Brown right now. I love him. He's basically a Swiss Army knife for that offense. He does a little bit of everything. He can run it. He can catch it out the backfield. Excellent receiver. Sometimes they'll even line him up as receiver. He can block. He runs hard. And I'll be damned if that Mellon Farmer does not have a nose for the end zone. If it's close, he's going to get it. He's going to find a way to get in there. He's either going to twist, turn, or run you over. So that they do have a lot of dynamic players. The line on this one, and granted it's Saturday morning. I haven't checked it since Wednesday. It was uh, the Chiefs minus 10. So I'm <laughs> Yeah, so I'm thinking one of two things. I'm thinking either Vegas is trying to uh, reel in the suckers and trying to get them to do a two-team teaser with uh, with Green Bay and Kansas City, knowing that one of them is not going to cover. Or they just think that this the Chiefs are going to win this game 125,000 to <laughs> three. So... <laughs> I don't know if if we're talking with that spread if it's still minus 10 cuz I haven't checked in a few days either. I take the Browns on that one cuz just like you said the Chiefs haven't started quick. They didn't start quick in the playoffs last season either. You know, Andy Reid was infamous for giving them 15 more minutes of nap time or bye week or whatever <laughs> the hell it was. So and the Chiefs haven't been blowing people out really this season. It's been they've been close games and if the Raiders could figure them out, like what's saying that the Browns can't? So, or at least to keep it close enough, let's argue that. Um, here, here's an interesting angle that I don't know. I want you to tell me if you think it helps the Browns at all. Kareem Hunt, just like you said, he's a Swiss Army knife. He's a great weapon. Is his knowledge of the Chiefs because he was on the Chiefs for a couple years before he had those had that injury and then got let go because of suspension, yada, yada, yada. Is his knowledge of Andy Reid and the Chiefs kind of basic dynamic because Andy Reid's offense doesn't change too, too much going to help the Browns in this playoff game? I hope so, but I don't know, man, because he hasn't been on the Chiefs in, what, two and a half, three years at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And they're a totally different team. I liken them to the Steph Curry-led Golden State Warriors, that big run that they had where they went to the finals, what, uh, four consecutive years, I think it was. Four, maybe five. But I liken this Chiefs team to that team in that you really have to play flawless and you have to take advantage of all of your opportunities and you have to put yourself in the best position to score because the whole game could flip just like that on the turn of a hat because they're just so explosive and dynamic. I don't know how much his previous knowledge is going to factor into this. Um, frankly, Balls, I'm, I'm hoping more towards the fact that they'll actually get to practice this week, which hasn't <laughs> been the case in a couple of weeks, and all the coaches are back. Hey, Zoom calls worked <laughs> last week, so it did, if it though, ain't it broke, <laughs> if it ain't broke, man. <laughs> but, uh, I, th- I think we're both in agreement that the Chiefs are probably winning this game, but if I were betting, again, if it's still a 10-point you know, spread... I think Browns are covering 10 points. I'm going to have to check that a little later before uh, DeMarco puts up his, his picks with the, that spread and everything like that. But I'm pretty sure the Browns are going to keep it close. It's going to probably be fun. But I can't see the Chiefs losing outside of the championship game, you know, the How conference cool championship it? or the Super Bowl. <laughs> a, man, a man can dream, though, can he? Of course. I mean, that's it, part of what fandom is. 
<laughs> and how how cool would it be if it was Buffalo versus Cleveland and the winner of that game went to the Super Bowl? I, I wouldn't even be but so mad if we lost. I would actually I was going to say, could Buffalo. you even be mad you know I mean? at the winner? No. If it was Buffalo versus Cleveland, is anybody angry after that game? Really? No. I'd be uh, I'd be disappointed, but you know what? Good for them. You know what I mean? Good, good and then you'd probably man. root for them too, which is a weird concept to root for the the team that knocked you out. Yeah, especially considering my my one-sided feud that my uh, one-sided alleged feud with Josh Allen. <laughs> yes. One-sided yes. alleged. Yes. No, I get oh, you. I get you. So. Before we move on, real quick, did you see the uh, the video of the gender reveal party? It was a it were it were they were Bills fans. The dad and the two uh, daughters they were there, no. and they put the little baby through the ch- table. They did a table spot with the little baby. Oh my god! And I think they revealed it was a boy, but they literally did a table spot with this little baby. Baby couldn't have been older than the baby wasn't a year old. I'll, I'll put it like that. I don't think the baby was a year old. That's amazing. <laughs> that. So wait, was it a real baby? And it was the table that broke, and that had the 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 color, or was it like just a baby pinata that they put through the table and the baby broke? <laughs> It, it was a shoot baby. I think the table was gimmick, but it was a shoot <laughs> baby, man. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a working so baby. So it wasn't Snitsky's kid is what you're saying. It wasn't oh, that. No, okay. No. They didn't get a working baby, man. They had a shoot baby. <laughs> they didn't get a worked baby. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I would have had the worked baby in the shoot table. That's how I would have done it, but okay. <laughs> shoot baby in a work table. God, that's fantastic. Now that, that's so Bills, too. Like, they are a weird fucking fan base. Like... I, I definitely agree with whoever said they were the best fan base in the NFL because you never hear them run down their team. They never call for people's heads. They never, they're never discontent like Raiders and Eagles fans and all this other stuff. They're just kind of happy and crazy and they, they jump through tables when they win and just dumb shit. And it's, they were pretty supportive when their team lost four in a fucking row. So, like, how, yeah, that's just, it's weird water. It must be. It must be basically Canadian up there since they're up in that, like, northwestern kind of New York thing. So that must just be weird right there. They're basically a Canadian team. That's why they're so nice, eh? Well, actually, number one, you know, being from Cleveland, I would dispute your claims, even though they do have a— there's Y'all get surly. Y'all get surly. But we're still there every single day in every single game supporting these melon farmers. They've been trashed for 30 years, man. No one but, says the Bills is the Bills, but you say the Browns is the Browns, and you're a Browns fan. Because <laughs> they brown. They be brown in all the goddamn time. And I love but, it that when Juju <laughs> says it, it's like picking on your brother when you're like, no, no, no. Family can say the Browns fucking suck. <laughs> you, motherfucker, we're going to beat the shit out of you. You don't say we suck. We Pretty say fun. we suck. <laughs> But I, I have a I have a lot of family in the up in Buffalo, and Buffalo is basically the Cleveland of New York. So that 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 should tell you something right there, and I, I'm not even exaggerating. It is the Cleveland of New York. That's fair enough. And yeah, you know, I, I, I'm dogging you a little bit, but yeah, Browns fans are loyal, but they do get a little smarmy and surly. Like even you've had your moments where you're just like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, we're gonna lose with the Browns." But the yeah. Bills, like this this unbridled hope about everything, <laughs> like it's it's just wonderful to see just how excited and happy and hopeful they are going into every season, even for 20 years when they were getting their asses beat down by the fucking Patriots. So it's, it's different. It's fun. You know, 
even though we're not on the Bills and we're on the Browns right now, it would be nice to see Browns Bills. Though I think I, we both agree it's probably going to be the Chiefs, but <sighs> it, would yeah. be, it would be nice as shit if it was you know Cleveland Ohio versus Cleveland New York. <laughs> Bob, <laughs> there's nothing I can say that's going to top that. So we can go ahead and move on to what the NFL deems is the main event of the evening or of the weekend. Brady first breeds. For once, for once, Oscar, I agree with the NFL. <laughs> Oscar, Oscar versus Felix. Yeah, you know, basically. Grumpy, grumpy old men. Uh, what else we got here? We got uh, James Earl Jones versus Robert Duvall. Um, who else we got? Any uh, other old men? That am, am I forgetting? I don't know. We, we could say, uh, what, De Niro versus Balboa? Pacino. Or oh, no, yeah. No? Grudge match. Yeah, grudge match. I like yep, that. Yep, I like that. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. How about uh, Clint Eastwood and Grand Torino versus Clint Eastwood and Million Dollar Baby? I thought you were going to say Grand, Clint Eastwood and Grand Torino versus Asian people. <laughs> the, the age thing, but it's racist, and that's what Grand Torino is about. But, yeah. no, the Asians were the only ones he liked in that movie, if you recall. He beat up the blacks and the Mexicans, and he, he made friends with the one little Asian kid. True, but he also called him Zipperhead constantly, and I don't think that's an affectionate term. You know, I'm fair enough. I, I wasn't around for Nam, but I don't think that is exactly a term of endearment. You know what I'm saying? Why well, I didn't say he treated him <laughs> warm and cuddly. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh shit! So, so let's let, let's get it out of the way. Can the Saints beat the Buccaneers three times in one season? You know, it's really hard for a team to beat the same team three times in one year. Division rivals, all that other stuff. Yeah, that's just what we've heard all week. That's what you're going to hear up until the game fucking happens. Does Brady finally figure it out to you? Because you know what my bias is going to say. My bias is going to ride, ride the Brady and Gronk train until it stops. So do you think the Bucks have done enough and seen enough? to stop, you know, half an arm Drew Brees and, you know, five 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 yards and a, you know, fall down, not even a cloud of dust, just, you know, Michael Thomas and his weird route running that just happens to get him 68 fucking receptions a game. So first and foremost, again, being a Browns fan, the last couple of times that the Browns have made the playoffs in 94 and 02, they were eliminated in both years by the Pittsburgh Steelers, who had previously beat them twice that season. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so you all can blow me on that one. I know they're going to say it, but you can blow me on that one. Yes, it can totally happen. In this case, I don't think it will. So, first and foremost, the Saints didn't exactly look like world beaters last week versus the Bears. I don't think that they won that game as much as the Bears lost it. I mean, that was still a game midway into the third quarter. If dude, if 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 the ball doesn't go straight through dude's arms on that trick play in the second quarter, we might be looking at a different scenario. Probably not because it's bitch Trubisky. All I'm trying <laughs> to say is they didn't look that great. So the sure. last two times that we've seen the Saints in the playoffs, they lost to Kirk Cousins, and they kept bitch Trubisky and the Bears into the game into the, the third quarter. So, yeah, and y'all know. I, Kessler too. Yeah, and thank you, thank you. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I've been on the Drew Brees' wash bandwagon for the last couple of years anyway. So, honestly... I, I, I got to go with Tampa here. I, there's a one-arm Brew Drees. Brew Drees. I like it. <laughs> one-arm Brew Drees. He's got no ribs, no arm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah I, I can't see them losing three times in a row to this team of all teams. Not that I think necessarily that Tampa Bay is just the bee's knees, but I know the Saints aren't. 
So I, I think Tampa pulls finds a way. There's no weather. You're in the dome. It's prime time. Plus, it's good for the league. If Tampa Bay advances, then you got Tampa. You got Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. That's a much sexier story. So, yeah, I, I'm going Tampa Bay here. I'm going Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. I think I think the best thing about this is if Tampa does win, then could you imagine Potties were the following week and how uh, snarky Tony's going to be and how uh, interesting that conversation could be between Packers and Buccaneers and the the, the playful chiding that could ensue in Potties War. So I'm more looking forward to the amount of content we could produce when we have Bucks fans and Packers fans. You know, maybe that would be the pot is where that I try to get AJ to actually like stay awake after work and maybe Tony can bring DP in and it could be like the whole Wisconsin versus Tampa Bay kind of argument type thing. Ooh, a <laughs> Texas tornado tag team battle royal. I could dig I, it. Yeah, yeah. I just I think that could be fun. But yeah, so I'm I agree with you. Like Breeze has looked mortal. Kamara is like a beast. Kamara is amazing, don't get me wrong. But if we could keep him in check and keep Michael Thomas doing his five-yard out routes or slant goes, you know, like slant bullshit, like who cares? Like he's not going to beat us. Michael Thomas is overrated. And if our offense works and Tampa doesn't throw three interceptions again, like that second game where we got our fucking doors blown off, Mm -hmm. then we'll be fine. I don't think Brady's going to have a shitty game. So... There we go. So I guess we're kind of in agreement that it's going to be the Bills and the Chiefs and the Packers and the Bucks. That's what we're looking at for conference finals. I mean, I can't in all good faith and consciousness say that the Browns are going to beat the defending Super Bowl champions on their home turf. But a man can dream. <laughs> a man can dream. There we Stranger, go. Hey, stranger so, things have happened. I'm not let, saying I'm just I like I like a man can dream is a nice way to slowly you know move out of this and then we'll we'll just move on to enjoying the games today and having a good rest of the weekend. So for that, you could find me at uh, IWC Warchief on the Twitter and Mr. Chris Platt. Where can they find you? You all can find me on Twitter at the real C Platt. But most importantly, make sure y'all go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt. Please and thank you. Thank you. And please have fun today. It's it's playoff football. What's not fun about that? I mean, the first game's not going to be great, but at least the Packers will win. So well, some people on chair shot will be happy. That's where you get to nap. <laughs> there we go. So enjoy football, everybody. It should be fun. Chairshot.com. Always use your head.